1: Welcome to the Get Well With Me podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne of AdrienneHeart.com. I love you no matter what you eat, and our philosophy here is excellence, not perfection. Together, we explore the healing benefits of a mostly plant-based lifestyle while embracing the idea that happiness is homemade and our life is only as good as our mindset. Please subscribe to this channel on iTunes, Google Play, CastBox, YouTube, or your favorite listening app. So let's get into the episode. Today, we welcome Daniela
2: Nastasi to the show. Daniela is the creator of her signature Breaking Ground meditation program. She's also a workshop facilitator and keynote speaker. She's going to teach us more about clearing the clutter in our own minds and share a little bit about her own journey with us today. Welcome, Daniela, to the Get Well With Me podcast.
0: Hi, thanks for having me. Really excited to be here.
2: Truly my pleasure. Now, before we get started, let's just play around with a fun question. Uh, what was your favorite TV show when you were a kid?
0: Oh, so easy. Saved by the Bell was like my go-to. I was so in love with Zach Morris. I remember? <laughs>
2: of course I do. I was just <laughs> going to say, were you totally in love with Zach Morris? And, and uh, Right, Screech, Lisa Turtle, it's all coming back yeah. to me now. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, I can sing the song, you know, and everything. The intro, that was, I, I loved that show so much.
2: I love it. thats I love to ask that question. That way I can tell um, if my guests are from the same generation as me. <laughs> our, <laughs> our favorite show really places us in our timeline. So, um, well, let's go ahead and get into it. Tell us what brought, to you, um, brought you to a place in your life where you felt that it was important to pursue health and we- wellness via meditation?
0: Okay, so that is such a um, a lengthy question, right? Because there's so much that goes with it, but I'll try to answer um, as specifically as I can, because so many factors contributed to the journey that led me to meditation. So the first and foremost, I would have to say is that I grew up with immigrant parents, and my father was very, very tough on all of us growing up. You know, there was a standard that needed to be met, and uh, we were never told when we were doing things right, only when we were doing things wrong. So for me, after a while, it started to feel like, can I get anything right? I mean, Jesus is like... So, you know, very quickly at a young age, I developed a very um, negative outlook on myself. I was always very hard on myself, very critical, on myself, very judgmental with myself. I never thought I was good enough for anything. I, I never thought I was smart enough to achieve anything. It was really a recipe for disaster. Um, and in that, um, like in that you know, arena of thought, I ended up living my life to try to achieve satisfaction from getting love from my father. It, it, it started to become that everything I did. Was because I thought it would make him love me more. It would make him, you know, think mm. that I was good enough. It would make him, um, you know, believe in me and think that I was, I was a good kid and, and you know, all that. Jazz, sure. Right? So, so uh, I, I started pursuing a life that really meant nothing to me. It was all, like I said, trying to get his approval and his love, and that quickly led to just more disappointment because even though I thought everything that i was doing like the jobs that i would take um the the, the projects that i would that i would ha- take on like i thought they would make him happy and proud but in the end it was like he he still didn't approve of anything i was doing
2: mm. and so
0: um i remember another another little factor that contributed to this journey was a guy i was dating at one time said to me you know you have some really toxic thoughts like that was the exact phrase that he used and I was like I was like what what do you mean you know like like I had no idea I was so I was so asleep right I was not awake consciously at all like I, I and even hearing those words it just sparked something in me that was like wow if this guy is telling me from the outside that he can see my toxic thoughts. That must mean that everybody can. And like, wow. what the hell am I doing? You know, how, how am I living my life? And so that really, really, and then that relationship ended also. And that just killed me. Cause I was like, so in love with him and I thought we were going to get married, but, Obviously, retrospect 2020, he did me a huge favor. Wow. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, when you look back,
2: he was no Zach Morris, oh, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. Zach Morris? <laughs> Barry, no, I <No>. um, <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, he had, it ended up being for the best. But in the time, I didn't know that, you know. So I was so heartbroken. Um, I remember, like, I didn't leave my house for, for weeks. I didn't take a shower. For, like, I was ready to check myself in a mental hospital. Like, I felt like I had lost you know, everything. And, and so that really sparked true journey of starting to really take a look at myself, like looking in the mirror and looking at who, who the hell are you and what are you doing with your life? You know? And, and so in that process, I started reading tons of different books and, um, started going to different seminars and, uh, Tony Robbins events like he was one of the hugest uh, motivators for me and because a lot of his teachings are all about really taking a look at your mental capacity and what you're thinking and and how you're making decisions you know and all that if you know who he is yes um, absolutely yes for sure so that really catapulted me and and along the way, I found meditation um, and I dabbled with it, but it wasn't until years later that I fully was able to mentally grasp, okay, this is what I really need. And, and when I started really intensely practicing it, uh, I started to, and when I say intensely, I mean every single day consistently. was when I really started noticing, wow, you know, this this is what I've needed my whole life because in everything else that I've ever done, has given me results, but then in time, it's always slowly kind of faded, you know, like yes. I've these events and I would I would experience immense improvement, you know, and I would evolve tremendously, but then I would come home and I would be, you know, back in my normal environment with the regular people in my life who, I have to say, not many of them were always at the level that I was at, which was, you know, all this self-growth and self-improvement, right. and, you know, and so there was a lot of struggle too along the way with fulfilling what was right for me and, you know, in in the face of people who were like, you know, do you really need to do that or don't you think you're being a little excessive or is that really necessary, you know? So it was really a struggle and so what I found was as soon as I started really taking ownership of my life, you know, I stopped living for my father. And then what do you know, as soon as I stopped doing what I think works for him and I start living my life, finally the man starts respecting me. And, yes. me. and that was a huge eye opener too. Wow. Like, wow. like, you know, here I have been this whole, i wasted years of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, know I, could have, I could have been doing so many other things, but I also appreciate the journey and what it did for me. And I needed I obviously needed that too. So, but so this is a long drawn out answer, right? But essentially, it's 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 necessary because it was it was such a long process, and I think that's really important for people to understand is that you know there's really never something that is is going to be a quick fix. Like it's such a journey, and even now, you know, years later that I've been practicing consistently, it's still a journey. There's still so much that I still learn about myself, and I still am continuing to grow. And so, it's been. <clears throat> Meditation has been the one thing that I have been able to be consistent with because I could be a little bit of a, I I call myself one of those people who has, you know, ADD sometimes, Mm -hmm. get into things and then I'm like, all right, I'm bored of this. Now I need something new, you know. Sure. But (laughs) but meditation has been the one thing that like every day I know, I know if I don't do it, I'm going to notice it. And especially if I have a specific day where I'm around certain people, like I truly need to mentally prepare for
2: that. Um,
0: so yeah, so that's, I think that's the answer.
2: Absolutely. I, and I appreciate you being really vulnerable and sharing your heart that way, because I know that our listeners can relate to, um, maybe living our lives for someone else and not even being awake to that. And for some of our listeners, maybe they are right where you were living their life, for someone else's expectations, never feeling like it's good enough. And by you sharing your story, you may have just literally awakened somebody that um, that they don't have to stay stuck like that. Um, and to be able to take feedback from someone and and see that they see that you have toxic thoughts and then as in your own words saying that you took ownership, that that's the turning point right there, right? Like first awareness, taking ownership, that is so tremendous. So thank you for sharing that. And um, if if you're willing, if you could describe a time, like an exact moment when you were maybe ready to throw in the towel on meditation um you know you were starting to see benefits um but something started to maybe derail your daily practice or or maybe your own toxic thoughts whatever it may be but um if you could take us to that place where you wanted to quit and what made you keep going
0: yeah no definitely um so this is so it's
2: okay (laughs) i have so many thoughts so many thoughts
0: um so really, I, I can't say that there's a moment where I ever wanted to fully quit and give up because I'm so obsessed with, with making myself the best version of myself yes. that giving up is never really an option anymore. Um, but what I will say happens, and it does happen more than I'd like to admit, is that I do find myself in a in a mental struggle with myself. Mm-hmm. Where And what I mean by that is like, you know, just the other day, I woke up with some thoughts, and, and, and I woke up in a mood, you know, and it was like, it was all these negative ideas in my mind, and, and these negative thoughts that I know are not true, but yet, for some reason, I was, you know, I was allowing them to take up space in my head, and mm-hmm. I was and I was not feeling good, and I was sad, and I was upset, and then I found myself crying about something, and, and in those moments, sometimes I'll think to myself, you know, what the... I don't know if I can curse, but I'll just say WTF, like what, what is wrong with you? You know, then, then the old me will kick in a little bit, you know, where right. my self-criticism will come in and be like, what is wrong with you? Like you are better than this. And, and how can you be thinking this? Like, and and then how do you think you're going to be helping other people when you still have these stupid thoughts that pop up once in a while? And it's, and it's so rough and it's so hard. And mm. then I realized, you know, thankfully I have the tools now, you know, I know what works. And so I'll say to myself, I got to, I have to do my process this morning. You know, I have, sometimes it's journaling that that gets it out. And then as I'm writing, it'll come through that. It's like, it's like the, the, the the logical Daniela will come through and it'll, and I'll be done. And I'll be like, Oh, that was easy. Thank God. You know, and then I'll meditate and it'll just be even more solidified that I'm back into my core of who I truly am. And then I can step out of myself and say, wow, you know, look at this, like, like, these things still happen, and it's okay. You know, yes. I can't. I don't want to beat myself up because this is life. You know, and I and I firmly believe that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. For and sure. A human experience is full of different emotions. It's yes. Full of you know all kinds of things, and and that that roommate in your mind. I like to say that because you know Michael Singer uh, from The Untethered Soul. Yes. That which is a great book, and I tell everyone and anyone to read it. But he refers to Um, Your mind is having a roommate in there who is just constantly commentating on everything (laughs) you hear, and it's so freaking true. And so it's like, you know, being able to recognize when those moments come in that, fine, it's okay, as long as I don't fall prey to those thoughts and get swept up in a tornado of, you know, emotional turmoil – it's, it's fine. It happens and it's going to happen. And yes. so, so it's not so much that I ever have a moment of giving up, but I do have moments where I find myself kind of in my old self mm-hmm. or, or and I, might, I don't know if even saying old self is right, but just I find myself having stupid thoughts. And sometimes even for myself, I have to kind of be like, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. We're not going down this rabbit hole, you know, like let's, let's get back on track here. Sure. And, uh, and, and I recognize, the, how vital it is to maintain these these um, practices. You know the meditation, especially, but also other practices like exercising and and journaling and you know just just taking cold showers. I mm-hmm. think more. Lately. You're so brave. Oh my god. <laughs> well, well. Let me tell you something. I was thinking about it because recently I've been doing it more and more. And when I'm working out, I I've been doing these hit workouts where I'm like. I feel like I've been beaten up at the end, and I'm so hot that the cold shower is soothing. And I'm like, you know, is this really working the way it's supposed to be? Because like, I, I'm actually enjoying the cold shower because I'm so hot. But um, well, but then I, you cracked the code on
2: that. <laughs> that <laughs> I
0: think so. That's the
2: ticket, then. Yeah,
0: yeah. But um, but but you know, like I said, there's there's so much that I've learned from myself personally that I need to be consistent with to to maintain the life and the mental outlook that, that fuels me and that gives me joy, you know? And so, so meditation is, is a huge factor in that, but, uh, but yeah, that's the long answer. I
2: think. Very good. Well, <laughs> it's, it's really a beautiful answer because, um, when you think about how we tend to be so hard on ourselves, but mm-hmm. the truth is because you have this practice, these practices and because you have, um, really mastered some of these practices including journaling and meditation you have a place to get back on track and you notice you actually notice that you're having these um, thought patterns where if you didn't notice them you would unknowingly be a victim to them so I think that that's beautiful that you know as a meditation coach that you can admit this still happens to me sometimes but you have a way out so that that is really valuable um, and,
0: and you just you just hit like you just touched on such gold right there is that is the idea of being aware that you're even having the thoughts like that's the most monumental factor in 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 really mental wellness as a whole just being able to step outside of yourself and say oh why am I thinking this like where did that thought come from like separating yourself and having the awareness huge. Right. huge stuff right
2: there. Right. Like, is that even your own voice in your head? Or is that a teacher from a long time ago or a exactly. friend? Right. Um, and I love that you mentioned Untethered Soul. Um, it actually is a funny example, the way he does, just because I have also read the book, he describes the roommate commenting mm-hmm. on everything you do and how annoying it would be if we had a roommate right. that said, oh, you shouldn't leave that there, but you can, you got to come back and get it later. Mm-hmm. And just le- every little thing. Fi- every little thing you should do this you shouldn't do that you could have done that better and you would just want to strangle this roommate and you know put an ad out to get a new one but unfortunately when it's ourselves right we need to befriend the roommate or silence the roommate right, or right. turn the volume down on the roommate exactly. so that is a really cool example um, which brings us to our next question if you could go back to your younger self um, at any age I mean maybe your very younger self or your teenage self or your your early 20s self um, and you could give her some advice, something to help her move forward more freely. If if you thought she would even listen, what would you say?
0: <laughs> oh man, that poor kid. I would tell her so much um let's see what I'd say to this this little nugget of love that I love so much. Um Ruby. Sorry, my dog. Is it's there. okay.
2: So, Dogs are loud yeah. on the podcast. No problem.
0: <laughs> so I would say first and foremost that all the truth and the answers that she needs, she already has them inside of her. Mm. And all she has to do is just clear the clutter in her mind to hear the answers. Um, I would also tell her that she is so immensely loved and not to take what other people say or do personally because at the end of the day, it truly never has anything to do with you. Like don't take things personally. And then I would even tell her too, to appreciate everything every mistake every minute all of it be fully present and just appreciate that it's shaping you into the exact person you're meant to be like don't fight it don't be afraid of it don't you know just just accept it and surrender and just appreciate and and love and just be the love that you are because I held back so much when I was younger mm-hmm. on, on love, and you know, out of fear and out of, yeah, obviously the self criticism and so sure. those, those would be the biggest things I think I would tell myself.
2: Well, that is so <laughs> tremendous. Like I feel like just listening to you share that with us, I feel like that was a warm hug for my soul, because. Yeah who doesn't need to hear that who doesn't need to hear that people act crazy and it's not about you you know who doesn't need to hear that you are so loved and what a beautiful thing that you have um a way to share that with the world and to you know help people to feel and realize and we can even be the ones to tell people those things (laughs) that they that they need to hear so that that is so beautiful thank you for sharing that with us that brings us to the one thing, one action step. Um, I know it can be so tough, especially uh, because many of uh, the people that I interview are in a, the wellness field. There's everything. We like to take a holistic approach approach and have a lot of different practices. But what is one thing, one action step that someone listening today could do for more health and happiness in their life? Okay.
0: One action step. Well, mm-hmm. It's so funny because I always, you, when people say one, I have this like problem with authority and I always want to not <laughs> follow the, the rules. Like I want to be like, Rebel. one, I have five things, you know, <laughs> but um, the the biggest thing, uh, tip I, could, I would give or, or action step would be to start paying very, very close attention to how you breathe mm. because Breathing can be a very simple form of meditation, and, and you can do it anywhere. I mean, think about it. You're breathing all the time, right? You're breathing sure. in the car on the way to work. You're breathing as you're walking down the street. You're having a conversation. So you can be, you know, you can be paying attention to your breath anywhere, anytime, for however long you want to. And not only will that center you, but it will calm you. It will relax you. And there's so many different breathing techniques. Um that you can learn and, you know, I can help people with that too. But just to start off, just pay attention to your breath. And especially when you think about the idea that most people are, are always in a fight or flight state, which means Mm. they're either breathing very shallow all the time or they're breathing um, very rapidly through their chest. And either one is, 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 really not completely healthy. So recognizing, you know, starting to, to take notice to how you're breathing normally is going to start to help you to be able to alter any states that you're in. Because no matter what state you're in, right, when you're excited, you breathe a certain way. When you're sad, you breathe a certain way. When mm. you're, you know, anxious, you breathe a certain way. When you're, when you're crying, you're sobbing, you're breathing a certain way, right? Angry, and all of it. There's a breathing pattern that follows every emotion. Itself. Wow. If your emotions are dictating how you're breathing, think about how powerful you can be if you switch that. And wow. you start now controlling how you breathe to dictate your emotion, right? So forget about even learning the patterns or patterns just yet. Just being aware of that and saying, oh, you know what, let me notice. How am I breathing right now? And if, if you can, if you're not even sure, you know. Put your hands, put one hand on your belly, put one hand on your chest, and take a really deep breath and notice which hand expands. Ah. And that'll give you a really clear indication of how you, you know, because because we become so habitual in everything we do. Yeah. So even your breathing, you, you start becoming habitual in how you breathe. And yes. so, you know, that's huge. And, and, and then when you start taking really deep breaths, always in and out of your nose, you um, you, you you can you start bringing in enough oxygen into your lungs, and if you start getting dizzy, then you know right then and there you're not breathing sufficiently enough because you should not get very dizzy when you start bringing in a lot of oxygen, and so your body is lacking oxygen, and that you know there's so there's so many indicators here just with your breathing that can help you so much. Um, and so I would invite people to just challenge themselves on being come aware of how they're breathing regularly, and then taking the time to consciously breathe as deeply and as um, comfortably as possible. You know, if you find yourself in a in a confrontation and mm. you want to like blow up on someone, see if you can interrupt that and just start breathing very deeply, in and out, like breathing deep, and you will notice um, wow. that that there will be a shift. And so it's it's a really powerful tool that you know. And who would have thought, right, Adrienne? Like we breathe all the time. You it's know, true. you never think to yourself, like, oh, my, you know, my breathing? Yes. And then driving to work, breathe. Get yourself. You can if you're feeling tired. You can do breathing techniques that'll give you energy. That'll oh, lift you right yeah. up. There's so there's so many. And so yeah. So that would be my one my one action step. And of course, if you know. If you don't want to contact me about it, or you don't, you know, work there, you could, you could YouTube. I mean, Mm. you can find anything on YouTube. It really is like the most amazing invention ever. That
2: is really cool. Well, in the future, when we have you back on the Get Well With Me podcast, maybe we could just focus on some breathing techniques because you just really got me excited about the possibility of being able to kind of flip my emotions Mm -hmm. on and off or at least influence them in some kind of a way because now that you're mentioning it yeah when i get worked up i i start to almost hyperventilate and Mm -hmm. um i can almost feel like i'm making myself worse (laughs) like i'm letting myself (laughs) freak out right and maybe if i could maybe um influence that Uh, turn that intensity down a notch with, you know, getting some oxygen in. And like you said, noticing, am I just breathing shallowly into my lungs or am Mm -hmm. I intentionally filling up my belly? And that's just the beginning of it. So, well, that's amazing. Thank you so much for um, sharing with us that we can even notice that how we're feeling and how we're breathing are connected. And then that is the door to, you know, some, some options and some change there.
0: Totally. And you know, something that like I've learned for me, myself personally, is uh, you know, when I find that I've I'm getting escalated, like I I personally prefer to kind of remove myself sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that might not work for some people, you know, like my sister's always like, You can't always walk away and I'm like, Oh yeah, watch me you know <laughs> <laughs> because because I know myself well enough to know that I need a minute, you know, and even if it's just walking into another room and taking that minute to breathe very deeply into my inner self and, and separating from whatever outside circumstance has potentially triggered me. Like I know what I need, you know, and, and I, and I will advocate for anyone anytime to, to appreciate if you do know what you need and to make sure that you do it for yourself. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And anyone in your life that, whether it's a work relationship, a a business, um, you know, romantic, friendly, whatever it is, if you say to someone, you know what, I need a minute, I'll be right back. They're going to respect that. Yeah. They are, you know, and if they don't, then, you know, that's another indication of something else, you know, you may want to think about, but, but you know what I'm saying? So like, I, I will always advocate to someone, you need a minute. Take a minute and recompose yourself. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that because that's what I have to do on occasion. I will say I've gotten better in the moment at not really having to walk away because I can breathe through it right there. Mm Because I can also notice very early on if something may potentially get to a bad spot. And so it's almost like I catch it before it even becomes potential to yeah into something more because I'm so in tune with myself now and so I can kind of catch it really early on and breathe through in that circumstance and be fine but you know there's certain people and you know it's usually family members for me who can really push a button sometimes and like I sure. know where I'm like god damn it you know they, they you know, like like
2: this is, this is still happening <laughs> I it, You know, <laughs> absolutely but, um, wow but, yeah so I love that. And for any everyone who's listening, Daniela just gave you permission. If you need a minute, <laughs> take a minute.
0: <laughs> right.
2: Um, okay. So I feel like I missed a question. Oh, I did miss a question. Daniela, um, what is your definition of wellness and one daily habit that you have to make sure that it does stay a priority in your life?
0: Um. Okay. This is a really good question my definition of wellness so i i feel because of my right my experiences in life i i feel very strongly that wellness is it's kind of a trifecta of your mind your body and your spirit mm. and maintaining balance through all of those facets but i always tend to come back to the the mental aspect of things, because I firmly believe that most things, and I mean like actions, reactions, decisions, feelings, I I strongly believe that all of those do stem or potentially originate with a thought first. Yes. And so for me, even though I recognize that the physical aspect is, is hugely impactful on the mental and vice versa, I have because of my experiences like I said really honed in on the mental aspect of wellness and so for me I I have learned that um <clears throat> my relationship with my thoughts are are huge and so the healthier that those that that relationship becomes then everything else kind of follow suit, you know, yeah. the healthier my relationship is with my, with my thoughts, the healthier my thoughts become, the more aware I become of what I'm thinking, the more I'm capable of switching it off, you yeah. know, or we're taking a different direction. And that also, um, kind of plays into the thoughts that I have about my body, about my, the health in my physical um, body. And, mm. and I mean, you and I have talked about that outside of sure. this and you've, you've been really helpful with that because you have such a great mindful eating, um, uh, my mind just went mindful eating you have like a philosophy philosophy, yeah, <laughs> you know that mindful eating thing you got <laughs> yeah. so so um so so you know how I you know about that too, and so like I think it all comes from the mind, so for me, you know that that one habit, that daily habit is always meditation, because yes. I am so obsessed with making sure that my mind is healthy, um you know and and I will say that that in this in this recent uh the recent months here in in january we had a a suicide in the family'm oh, um, sorry yeah so, thank you it was it was awful and it it just really um it's tragic, you know, and and it it came from someone who we never, ever, ever, ever thought would have done this, right? So it just fueled me in really feeling that you just never, ever know what's going on in someone's mind. You never know what they're thinking, how they're, you know, what they're, what they're believing, what thoughts they're, they're not only thinking, but they're clearly believing. And so it's, it's really fueled me even more in this, this mission to help people with their mental health as much as I can, because you, you just never know. And, wow. and so it's, it's become vital in my, in my pursuit to, to really share this, this magnificent tool that is, can can almost, it can save your life if you, you know, really allow it and you're open and you accept that you need that tool. Yes. Um, so that's yeah. For me, it's the meditation is the daily habit, and I and I do feel that the wellness it it kind of starts. And that could also be you know there's a lot of people too that will say it starts with the body, and you know that dictates the mind. Mm-hmm. But my personal philosophy is that the mind is kind of where it all stems. And then once you have that balance between your mind, your body, and your spirit, then you start it all starts working like one well oiled machine. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you're. You know, your your body will signal you to say, "Oh, you know what? This is probably not good for my body. Let me right. let me not do it." You know, and then, right. well, you know, it just becomes an amazing, amazing. Um, I don't even know what the word would be. It's just it's just a, an amazing thing to have that strong connection and to find that balance. But yeah, sure. That's, uh,
2: That definitely the place I work from is mind first and like you said it doesn't mean it has to be that way if someone else's experience might be, you know, getting their body in shape and then noticing that that's causing them to want to tune up their mind. Um, Mm -hmm. But I definitely work from the same place as you I find that if I can see things in my mind, I can make them happen and Mm -hmm. if I can um, You know, focus on On having thoughts that are in alignment with my goals, they're much more likely to happen. Um, And I am so sorry for your loss. Oh, thank you. I think it's beautiful that you're able to, you know, take your love for that. Person And make it fuel to your fire to make a positive change. That's, that's amazing. Um, So getting into our final questions, can you share with us a fun tip uh, for meditation that you think would be helpful for someone who's just starting out? Maybe they have all the the excuses that I like to have sometimes, like, (laughs) I I can't quiet my mind, I can't turn it off, I don't know, it's not for me, um, whatever their thoughts are, but maybe just a little fun tip to help um, interrupt that or you know, something. Yeah,
0: totally. I, I do. Um, I, I kind of, before I get into that, though, I, I had a thought that I wanted to share. Yeah, um, go for kind it. Kind of um, piggybacking on what you had just said in that last question is, I want to add to that, that you, you know, your mind can't tell the difference between mm. what's real and what's fake.
2: That is and true. And that's
0: how powerful your mind is, you yes. know, you can, and I'll give you a funny example of this because, like, in 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 you know the the world that we're living in right now, you know, being that we're at home more than normal, I've become obsessed with watching this certain actor on TV, and I watched so much within a week that I found myself feeling connected to this person, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh man, you know, now I'm like, Ooh, is he single? And <laughs> I'm like Googling interviews, and before you know it, like my mind created a whole. Like, it, it just, it just, it it ran with it. It's yes. like I gave it a little seed, I watered it, mm-hmm. and it ran with it. And I had to stop myself and be like, all right, this is, <laughs> this is getting a little crazy now. This is a reality. This man doesn't even know we exist. You know, and we is me and my, my, uh, my roommate in my mind, right? <laughs> like an example yes. of how you can convince yourself of anything, right? So you can convince yourself of of negative things that are going to bring you down and you can, but you can easily convince yourself of of the opposite, which are positive empowering things that will lift you up. And so just to remember how powerful your mind is and, and and what you feed it. And, And like you said, I love what you said about visualizing because it's huge. Like if you can see it, and believe that it will come to be, then you can bet your ass that it's most pretty much going to happen. Yes. It's just the belief and the seeing it, and and that's really all you need. And then you know, I don't want to get too into the whole frequency and energy, but that's where that would you know, that's where that conversation would lead. Absolutely, because what we put out, we you know, we also attract, right? But yes. We, mm-hmm. But Okay, so my fun tip, because so many people, you're right. Um, one of the biggest things I hear all the time is, you know, I've tried it, it just doesn't work for me. Oh, why does it? Why do you think that? Well, because I just can't stop thinking, you know, my thoughts, I have too many thoughts. And it's like, all right, well, listen, good news for you. We all have too many thoughts. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, you're not alone. And the the other part of it is that you don't have to stop thinking. And so the way that I have found has really sunk in for people on this concept is the idea of a pinball machine. And so I love using this analogy um, because I've gotten such great feedback on it. And I will say that I do believe it's my analogy that I've come up with on my own. I have never heard anyone else refer to it. So I almost want to like
2: trademark that. But, like, yes, I, have, I haven't picked that up anywhere else. So that's interesting. <laughs> and I am an 80s and 90s kid. So I'm, I'm yeah. all about that pinball machine. All right, so here we go. So
0: you know what the pinball machine is, right? Yes. And for anyone listening that doesn't, just Google it. Yes. <laughs> Google it, whatever, you'll figure it out. But um, but so, so the pinball, that little metal ball, whatever, comes shooting out of the socket, right? And it's coming out at like warp speed yeah and it hits all the targets right and and the idea is to to earn points and so the the more and then there's those levers that you push that continue to hit the ball and continues to give it momentum and, and it keeps the speed going and you're hitting more points and you're you know you're earning more whatever your score is getting higher so now but but what happens as you well know because you're and we're both those 80s kids, right? We know the pinball machine. Eventually, (laughs) that ball starts to lose momentum. You can't always hit it anymore. Now it starts to slow down, Mm. and eventually it falls to the bottom. The game is over. You're done. Yes. So I love comparing your thoughts to that little pinball.
2: Okay. Because...
0: Meditation is not about stopping your thoughts. It's about being aware of them and recognizing when you're engaged in a thought. And so if you imagine that your thoughts are like this pinball, and every time you engage in a thought, you're just giving it more momentum to continue engaging in more thoughts. Yes. And so if you can think of uh, yourself as just watching the thoughts go by, like you would maybe watch the pinball bouncing around. Eventually, they will start to slow down. Your thoughts will begin to calm. The less that you engage in them, the less they they have momentum, the slower they become, the calmer you become. And that is the essence of meditation is, is recognizing being aware when you have gotten lost in a thought and without any judgment. You know, as soon mm. as you recognize it, saying to yourself, oh, look, I just went down the rabbit hole. You know what? That's fine. Now let me come back to my breath. Yes. You know, that's a huge part of it, too. So that pinball analogy is a great way to to, to, to recognize that you don't have to stop thinking. It's okay when you are lost in a thought.
2: Mm-hmm. It's totally
0: fine. And, you know, in time, the thoughts will calm down. And sure. And so just giving yourself... The love and the acceptance that that's okay, and that as soon as you recognize, you just bring yourself back to whatever whatever technique it is that you're using at the time, whether you're focusing on your breath, using a mantra, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, just giving yourself the non-judgmental awareness of saying, oh, you know, it's okay, and and you know, expectations are a huge thing too with meditation, and so making sure that you're not expecting that you're going to stop all your thoughts in the first sitting and you're going to feel refreshed, you know, right away, like slow down with that right there, because that is definitely going to, you know, you're going to set yourself up for failure and we don't want that. We want realistic expectations that you'll be able to meet and then you will start to see results right away. And so that pinball analogy I think is, is very important to, to a lot of people who have that misconception Sure, and I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> it, it
2: is. It is. It is a fun analogy, and pinball is a lot of fun, <clears throat> and, and I think right. it's um, it's essential what you pointed out about the expectations, and we do this in so many areas of our life, yeah. whether we say I'm gonna go to the gym every day, and you know we're not you know, like, that's silly, um, or whatever it might be, we get so extreme, and if our expectation is that we're going to sit down and cross our legs and transcend like buddha and no thoughts are going to come into our minds then we're going to feel like big failures Mm -hmm. um but if we know that it's okay that we do have thoughts and that we do expect that through time that they will start to to slow down and and calm down and and achieve a, a a slower pace where we can kind of notice them drift by i think that's incredible. So thank you for setting a proper and healthy expectation for meditation for all of our listeners, because um, that's essential. So if you've tried meditating in the past, and um, you felt that you weren't doing it right, um, for sure, follow up with Daniela, because there's, she definitely has more tips like that. So um, we are all about uplifting and positive content with the Get Well With Me podcast and community. So before we say goodbye, where can we find you on social media? We want to make sure we can hang out with you wherever you are.
0: Yes, totally. So you can find me. Um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. And just searching using my full name, you'll find me. So Daniela
2: Nastasi, um, <clears throat> And... I don't know if you want me to spell it or not. You, but, you can. You know what? Go ahead and spell it. And it's just like, I, to me, it's just like it sounds. But go ahead and throw out the spelling.
0: Sure. So, Daniela is D-A-N-I-E-L-A. Only one L. A lot of people think there's two, but mm-hmm. eh, wrong on that. And then <laughs> Nastasi is, and like Nancy, A-S-T-A-S-I. Perfect. So Daniela, Nastasi and like I said, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. And then, I mean, I have a website, too.
2: Um, well, that makes it easy that everything is at your name. Um, and then maybe, um, if you want to present something from your website, I don't know if there's a certain place that we should reach out to you. I mean, we do love to help others here on the get well podcast, and we appreciate you sharing so much with us. Um, is there some way that we can serve you? Is there, um, yeah. So, you know what, if you go to my website and it's,
0: www.um like mary mastery.com. so um mastery.com there um there is some free stuff that i love to share with people so if you subscribe to my email list and don't worry i i don't flood anybody's inbox i uh i i just set it up so that i can give everyone i have a I have seven guided meditations that will really help to reduce stress, to help you connect with your body, to heal your body, to connect with your intuition, to calm your thoughts. Um, Just a whole plethora of benefits with each meditation that I love sharing with people. And then I also include a lot of tips similar to the pinball analogy, um, more tips on how to get started so that you will feel confident and ease with this practice as you begin the journey for yourself, especially if you're new to meditation. So, if you go to my website and you and you subscribe to that, you'll get the link um, with all those those goodies.
2: That is so generous. I That's amazing that you share all of those uh, free mm-hmm. tips and meditations. And I can definitely attest to the fact that you don't flood the email box because I know <laughs> I'm subscribed and um, you're always providing value. So I very much appreciate that. Um, for everyone who's listening, get connected with Daniela. <clears throat> She's very approachable. So if you have something you want to reach out to her about, um, you know, hit her up on social media, kind of hang out where, where she is on Facebook and Instagram, and for sure get over to ummastery.com and, um, start with, start with some free resources
0: yeah let's hang out man come on
2: that's it it's a party (laughs) so all right well Daniela, thank you so much for sharing with us today um you really provided a lot of helpful tips and i feel like we can all see ourselves somewhere in your story so i appreciate you being open and sharing that with us
0: absolutely i um the pleasure was all mine and even if one person benefits then it's all worth it so I'm, i'm glad to help and uh thank you You've been amazing, too, and I just want to acknowledge you because you're also doing some really great stuff, Adrienne. And, uh, you know, you helped me with that mindful eating stuff, and that was awesome. So My yeah. pleasure.
2: My thank pleasure. You. All right, well, thank you for coming on, and until next time, take care. Thanks. Ciao.
1: Thanks. Before I go, I just want to say thank you for spending your time with me. As we change into a healthier version of ourselves, we can feel a sense of loss, loss of our old identity and fear that the people we surround ourselves with will reject us for changing. It can feel lonely and frustrating like no one understands. When I started getting healthy, I wasn't getting much support from friends and family, so I started looking online. I came across so many radical, all-or-nothing approaches, and I felt judged, alone, and even ashamed. If you can relate to this overwhelm, and you like the idea of striving for excellence and not perfection, then you have found a safe place with this podcast. If this message speaks to you, and you feel it could encourage someone you know, please share it with them. Remember to hit subscribe, and until next time, be well. Because living healthy doesn't have to be hard, and we don't have to do it alone. Until next time, shine brightly.